Miracy. You can tell that story about how they get from A to B through different filters. So it never gets boring, never gets repetitive. You're still keeping people on course and on track the whole time. And the good thing about that model is you can also deliver it in any medium. Hello, and welcome to Blowing Up, the podcast that shows entrepreneurs like you how other businesses exploded in the best possible way, of course. I'm Linda Claire Puig, the founder and CEO of Six Figure Newsletters, and I'm here with my co-host, Ari Eni, the head of strategy for the ACES Business Acceleration Program at Miracy. Hey there, Linda. In each episode of Blowing Up, we showcase an entrepreneur whose business, yes, you got it, blew up. It experienced what seemed to be a sudden success, but as we all know, that kind of success is not random or a fluke. The company employed a specific strategy that caused its rapid rise in revenue. So today we're going to dive into that strategy so that you can learn from it and determine how you might apply elements of it to your business. In this episode, you're going to learn how to become and stay an authority in your industry on Instagram. I'll give you a little peek inside right now. It's not about selfies. It's not about having to be an influencer. It's not about having to take pictures of your dog or your food or your coffee or any of those things. It's about using Instagram in a way that's different from 99% of other people. Our guest is Jake Adam Davey, the UK's leading Instagram marketing expert and a global educator. Over the past five years, through Instagram marketing and sales, Jake has helped his clients generate more than $14 million in sales and reach millions of people around the globe with their message, with their product, with their service. Welcome to Jake. Now let's jump right into the conversation. I was a teacher for eight years and I left teaching, traveled the world, spent all my money, who's going to come back and be a teacher. And I just happened to bump into this guy on a beach in Fiji. He was being paid to speak at an event on stage and teach business owners how they could use social media for business. He was doing all the things that I wanted to do. And I just said, you have to teach me how to do this. This was back in 2016. I joined his program, I got supported, and it just totally opened my eyes to the potential of working online, being able to reach people globally, and really just to be able to support people as best as I possibly could. That's an amazing story. <laughs> a chance meeting on a beach in Fiji. Fate, serendipity, chance, whatever you call it, it happened, and I'm ever grateful for that happening. I certainly don't take that for granted. Walk us up to the point at which you thought, oh my God, I am making it. All of my friends at the times were teachers. So I would go to school, teach, come back home, study for four hours. They would all be out socializing, having fun, and they thought I was crazy. So when I turned around and said, I'm going to be earning $5,000, $10,000 a month in my online business, they thought it was hilarious. They, they laugh out loud. They thought, there's absolutely no way people don't do that. The internet's a scam. How are you going to do that? And so the turning point was within four months of launching on Instagram and growing the audience, we filled a webinar. First ever webinar that I'd done. And within the space of two hours, I had generated the same level of income that it would have taken me a full year to do as a teacher. Oh, wow. That's amazing. It was mind blowing. And that was the moment where people looked at me differently and thought, hang on a minute, this actually can work. 
and he is actually making it work. My parents thought I was selling drugs. <laughs> they still don't really know what I do, if I'm honest. Was that your very first launch? That was the very first launch, yeah. I mean, it was real messy. We made a whole lot of mistakes. So many things went wrong, but it's just the best way to learn. How did that feel like? How did you celebrate? Oh, no, I didn't celebrate. I was terrified. (laughs) I felt sick. I felt horrible because this thing that I'd created in my bedroom under my desk, it was noisy outside. I live on a street and the car's going past and stuff. I wrapped the desk under a duvet and recorded it underneath my desk for it to be as quiet as possible. (laughs) This course that I'd recorded in my bedroom under my desk, people had paid for. And they were thinking, what if it doesn't work? What if they don't like it? I was absolutely terrified. So there wasn't necessarily a celebration. It was more fear. Then people started to share their results. And suddenly, after a few weeks, we're getting incredible success stories of people showing that they'd grown their audience, you know, their first 10,000, 50,000 followers. That's when I was like, oh, this is really cool because it feels like I'm helping now. I love hearing these early stories. I think they're so inspiring for people. And I love how that didn't stop you. I mean, recording in a blanket fort. (laughs) (laughs) A blanket fort. I love it. (laughs) Did it have a name? It didn't. I regret that. You can still name it. Fort Jake. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Tell us about using Instagram. What do you teach people to do to help their businesses blow up? What I personally teach is not about selfies. It's not about having to be an influencer. It's not about having to take pictures of your dog or your food or your coffee or any of these things. It's not about using Instagram or the internet in the same way that 99% of other people do. I don't teach people how to take pretty pictures or how to get the rule of thirds and all this kind of stuff that's not going to generate the traffic and the sales and the income that they want. It's not the kind of fluffy stuff and the colorful stuff. It's how specifically do we think like the 1% on Instagram? How do you give your audience exactly what they want? So they're going to keep coming back. How do we give Instagram what it wants? Because we're playing on somebody else's turf. How do we give them what they want? So they put more of our content in front of our audience and our ideal client. And then having done that and grown our audience, how do we then move the audience from the platform into the sales system that people may use in their own business? The second core thing that I'm a big believer of is we don't sell on social media, market publicly and sell privately. People don't go on social media to be sold to. The third thing is that the size of your audience on this platform directly relates to the impact and influence that you can have and also the income that you can generate. So I'm very much about building a big audience and attracting more followers. Real people, legitimate, authentic people, no bots, no black hat tactics or buying followers or automation, anything like that. Real people who are actually going to engage, who you can move through that know, like, and trust process. And then, as I say, move them off the platform. Just to be specific, when you say move them off the platform, you mean to an email list, yes? I want to ensure that every single person is very, very clear that this is a traffic platform. It's a traffic source, and I love it because of the reach that you get, and the platform is very, very well built to drive your most engaged people into your sales process. However, yes, 100%, moving people off the platform, for me, for the majority of businesses online, will be building a database. I'm so excited to hear you say that. (laughs) It's what I teach too. And I think it's so important. (laughs) So can we take a hypothetical, maybe a couple of hypotheticals? Sure. You've got pictures, you've got videos, you've got reels and stories are the main ones. If people are using anything beyond that, really, then they're probably looking the wrong direction about how to grow and monetize. Um, So 
Reels are the key thing at the moment to grow. Stories are a great thing to engage your existing audience. If you have your specific ideal client sat in front of you right now, and you know exactly where they are, where their problems are, what their pain points are, what their challenges are, and you know exactly where they want to get to, which is ideally what you do, then there will be a certain number of elements or steps or key phases or whatever you may call them to get them from A to B. Let's take losing weight, right? Somebody to, to lose weight, generally, they need to eat less, move more, drink water, and get really good sleep. If they have a coach, then they're also going to be held accountable and they're likely to do it. So if every single time I show up on Instagram and all I say is eat less food, drink more water, get more sleep, get a coach and, and move more, it gets boring after probably five or six videos, five or six posts. Anybody that's been to church will know that when you go to church and you sit and you listen to the person at the front of the room speak, they tell different stories every day. They tell different stories every week, but the message is the same. And so the goal here with people's content is you're telling different stories every day, but the message is the same. The way that I recommend people get to telling different stories is through six different filters. Let's say, for example, you've got your five major messages, eat less, move more, drink water, sleep better, and get a coach. You can tell those five stories through six different filters. And I call it the magnet process, M-A-G-N-E-T. So you tell each of these from six different angles. M is me, my perspective. A is an authority in your niche, in your space. G is a guru. And the difference there, in my mind at least, is that the authority might be somebody who's very, very well-known in your niche. The guru might be somebody who is just a, a legend, like Muhammad Ali or uh, Martin Luther King. Or, yeah, exactly. They're just really big. N is numbers. So what specific numbers do people need to know around those five major messages? How much sleep do they need? How much sleep do people get? What's the best temperature for people to sleep? And all these types of things, right? E is errors or myths. What are the errors that people believe or the myths that people believe? And then T is testimonials and success stories. When you actually line up the five major messages and the six parts of the magnet, five times six is 30, and you can tell a story which never misaligns with your major message. You can tell that story about how they get from A to B through different filters. So it never gets boring, never gets repetitive. You're still keeping people on course and on track the whole time. And the good thing about that model is you can also deliver it in any medium. You can do it in video, you can do it in audio, you can do it written, you can do it short form, you can do it long form. And so this is something that I hammer home with our clients because I know that if they have this clearly down and they know how to position what they do in different ways and meaningful ways for their audience, then they will never be short of business. I love it. It's like shuffling the deck. You've got so many different options. So pick one today. Yeah, that's a nice phrase. I like that. Shuffling the deck. That's cool. Yeah. Based on what you've been sharing, this can work very broadly for a lot of types of companies. Is there any kind of business that you would not recommend Instagram as a way to build their audience and following? Only if their audience isn't on Instagram, but there's a billion people on Instagram now. What do they need to have in place in order to start making that happen? Like, is there any minimum that they need to have before they should start this? No, I would get started straight away. Whether somebody is brand new in their business, whether they have products or services in place already, even if they don't know what they're going to offer yet. I think the marketing can't start soon enough. Why not get in there and build the audience straight away? Your products and services don't have to be perfect right now. Let's really get in there and build an audience of people that are really excited about what you do. And when you do have a release, you've got an audience of people that are ready to buy from you. So there's no 
field of dreams, you know, build it and they will come. You're actually growing an audience first so that when it's time, then they will actually purchase. That's the key thing. So let's talk. Wow. 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 Jake gave such a helpful approach for developing content for Instagram that attracts new followers. Here, let me recap it for you. First, come up with the five main messages that you have for your audience. And then to develop 30 days worth of Instagram content, talk about each of those five messages through the lens of six specific filters. And he used the acronym MAGNET for those six filters. M is for me, well, technically you. This is your perspective on each of your five main messages. A is for authority. What does a well-known authority in your space have to say on your topic? G is for guru. What do gurus, or you could say legends, have to say on your topic? Think Martin Luther King level of legend. N is for numbers. What specific numbers do people need to know around your topic areas? E is for errors or myths. And these are myths related to each of your five main messages. And then T is for testimonials or case studies. Lastly, and this is very important, move your followers off the Instagram platform and onto your email list by offering free resources available through an opt-in opportunity. Big thanks again to Jake. Be sure to download Jake's gift for you. You're going to want this. It's called The Perfect Instagram Post. And it's a proven template and step-by-step process that helped Jake himself gain 21,000 quality followers in a single month. Get it at blowingup.rocks forward slash Jake. That's blowingup.rocks forward slash Jake. And you can also keep up with Jake via his podcast influence. This episode of Blowing Up was produced by Linda Claire Puig. Cynthia Lamb is our managing producer and Danny Eni, our executive producer. Post-production by Post Office Sound. To make sure you catch all the really great episodes of Blowing Up, follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening right now. And if you like the show, we'd love it if you could leave us a starred review or share the show with a friend. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. I certainly am willing to admit what I don't know. I tend to hold my truths lightly. I try not to have, you know, very firm convictions because I recognize that when you move up an organization, your information is limited because you have a greater breadth of responsibility. I'm Sharon Richmond. I'm an executive coach and consultant with more than 30 years experience working with C-level executives. To Lead as Human is the podcast for you 
if you want to supercharge your leadership by bringing all of yourself into your role. Listen as our guests reveal their hard-won lessons and share their deep humanity. I think the turning point for me was when I realized that I want people to tell me what they think and they're afraid. They were, honest to God, afraid to tell me things. It's like, I checked all the damn boxes, but I am so alone and I'm so unhappy. I'm burning myself out. And when I started looking at like, you know, my fears going into the shadows, sharing it with others, the very thing that would be a nightmare for most people in the workplace is the very thing that led me to my dreams. My guests know that the influence they have as top leaders comes with an equal measure of responsibility for all their stakeholders. They not only deliver great results for their customers and investors, they do so by building organizations that provide purpose, meaning, and a healthy work environment for their employees. One of the hallmarks of good leadership is clarity. If there isn't clarity around the goals, that creates confusion, that, that creates chaos. What's the end goal? What are we trying to achieve? And that makes people's jobs more purposeful. And people are clearly enjoying that. People who are making their own decisions, they're significantly more motivated in doing what they're doing. Yeah, I've really seen the maturity and growth of those individuals. And I think that we've now kind of really been able to create a lot of autonomy and give people a lot of freedom to do their best work. So not rocket science, nothing too crazy, but, uh, you know, that was definitely a journey. I hope you'll join us every other week as we talk with these inspiring leaders and learn from the very human challenges and successes they've experienced on their own leadership journeys. And you ask me questions that I was like, gosh, I'm not sure I know what my values are. So I know they're there, but I'm not sure that they're articulated. So thanks for asking me those questions. They were hard.